Blog Talk Radio. Oh, everybody, here it is, Mother F. Ross and Tony Lamar coming to you, talking about The Walking Dead. On the Bring Out the Dead show, we're going to be covering the King, the Widow, and Rick this week. Oh, what a great episode, man. They... I will completely forgive them the three milking episodes because they are now really doing some good work. Well, they had to. They got like I said, these comic books only. I mean, you could read a comic book in fifteen minutes. So mm-hmm. sometimes they do have to stretch it out a little bit, but, but not as much. I think I felt overall most of the episodes were fine. This one was really cool, and they're, they're building up to a very great mid-season finale. Well, I love how they're just showing how organized the group is. They're using dead drops, kind of obvious dead drops. They could have, instead of putting it in a microwave on the side of the road, they could have put, like, a sign on the side of the road. Then you walk, like, 50 yards in find, like, a stump or, you know what I mean? They could have done something a little more creative. But, hey, you know, they're trying. Yeah, well, I think that's the – just for for the TV show because I mean it would be no, kind of weird still, extra time going out there. I see what you're saying, but I think it's no, but I mean, time, but to be honest like with you. totally Negan's people could have easily found any one of those. You know what I mean? And if to me it just seems like they should have put a little more care into it. And considering how careful the group is, you would almost think they would. But it's cool. Um, I like that they're all staying split up in different areas. I think that's why it's not being all grouped together because it's too easy if they, if there was a successful attack by the saviors, you know what I mean? It can really cripple them if it takes all their leadership out at once. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, they're doing it right. I mean, it seems, it seems like a solid plan, at least so far on Rick's point of view. But um, like, so I'm, I'm really curious on your take on the, of the whole Rick plan. What, what are you seeing from where he's going to do? What, what do you think is going to happen? Well, the thing that's funny is, I mean, he had to know there was a chance he would be taken into custody with these guys. So there is something else in the works to, like he said, his people know where he is. They know they got the numbers. And without having Negan's saviors at hand to help them, I don't know. It, was, it just seems like it's a setup for a slaughter. But the show never does what you think it's going to do. You know, I mean, sometimes it does, but most of the times it does offer pretty good surprises. So I honestly do not know what's going to happen. I think mm-hmm. Carol That's and the cool. King are going to, Carol, the King and Jerry are going to come take all the garbage pail kids out. Oh yeah. Carol is like, she's like the, she's like the real hero. She's like the Rambo of the show because when push comes to shove, she's there ready to blow stuff up, you know, poison some people with cookies or whatever she needs to do. She gets the job done. She's, and she's, she's also very, able very to give the motivational speeches like she was doing for, for King Ezekiel here, you know, and saying, you got to play this part. And if that's all you're doing is playing the part, well, fine, then fucking play it. And I love it because basically it was her saying, look, I put up with all your bullshit this whole time. And you want to give up now after I I dealt with all that shit. I put it all aside. And you're going to drop your shit now when it's tough. It's like, no, now is when you double down. And I loved her for saying that shit to him. Yeah. And the thing is, that the king, you know, he built himself up to be the king. So he made that big old um, glorious speech and ran out with all these people, came back with just two extra people with him. Yeah, well, it's kind of devastating a little bit. When you knocked set out the pedestal a little bit. There's a great line in the, in the log-ass movie uh, Gettysburg where um, 
it was the leader of the, I can't remember who it was playing him right now, but he basically goes up and, uh, and uh, General Lee is on the scene and he's telling him, you know, you must turn to your division and divisions about uh, what, a hundred and something, 150 men or something like that. Or no, a division is like 30 men or something like that. Anyway, uh, no, I'm uh, I'm way off on it. It's, it's a ton of fucking people. It's not no 30 men. It's a ton of people to have a division. <laughs> and the guy basically tells him, turn to your division. And he's like, I have no division. It's like, how do you, you know what I mean? How do you come to terms with the fact that you lost everybody? I get it that Jerry and Carol came back. But as far as for his kingdom, he lost 100% of everybody. And how do you come to terms with that? How do you deal with that? You know, that's a tough thing. Yeah. I think the line where he goes, even when they're dead, they still follow you, haunts them. I don't know. That's still, I love oh, that line. I, I yeah. Last week's episode, but I think no, it's still carry over here because he's just, yes. But this this is something that is heavy hitting, you know. Or it was, yeah, it was a couple weeks ago, but this is a heavy hitting line. That's something that was was made to dig into his skin. And yeah, I think maybe that kind of thing. And I think it's more than just the comment, you know, it's, it's everything that happened. The fact that his people died to save him. And he's like, who am I? They even saved me. You know what I mean? He's got to be questioning the value of his life over all of theirs. You know, I, I don't, I think what he doesn't realize how powerful his words are to other people. Right. Because uh, how quickly he crumbles because, like, you, well, I know the truth of who I am, and, the, you know, all these people believe me, and look what I, I led them to their death. You know, mm-hmm. my word don't mean anything. And that's what, that's what I think he needs to get over, and I think that's what Carol's yep. trying to let him know. Hey, dude, your words are worth a lot to other people. You can't sit in and mope because you lost all these people. We we know we lost people. We've we lost the entire on, right? planet worth yeah, of people. Exactly. Everybody's lost people, mm-hmm. you know. And you can't give up because you 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 have to. Who's it? Was it in this show? I think they said you have to fight for the living to honor the dead. You know what I mean? And and so they're not. They can't just move on from it. They can't just ignore it and shut down. They still got this major major problem. Yeah, definitely. But boy, the the memorial wall within the kingdom. You know, some things never change in this world. They'll always have those things. Um, But. The thing I keep saying, and this is what I keep coming back to, and I don't know how it's all going to turn out, but when you're fighting for yourself and your loved ones and your home, you have the strength of 10 men who are fighting because you're scared or you're ordered to. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And these these people have something to fight for. These guys are fighting not only when you look at like Aaron, he's fighting for the memory of his lost love. You've got... Um, you know, Jesus, in a sense, fighting for the integrity of the entire group. And even Rick at one point says that they've looked. This is nothing but just more of the same. We've fought every step of the way. And I started thinking about that. I'm like, yeah, think about everything from the beginning. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Rick fought well, to get out of the hospital. They fought the Vados in Atlanta, the Horde in Atlanta. The fucking Nebraska guys that came, you know, showed up at the thing, and 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 their backup that came, they fought each other while they're at the farm. Shane Rick had to literally kill his best friend. They fought the prisoners in the in the prison so they could get a home. They fought the governor when he tried to take that home. They fought the fucking flu. <laughs> you know what I mean? They fought cannibals. They fought <laughs> the wolves. And now here they are at the Saviors. And yeah, it's it's just more of the same. And they. 
they have been hardened by the battles before, and that's what's going to carry them through the battle ahead. Yeah, the, <clears throat> you're absolutely right on that there because their their whole struggle has been like just to trying to just we're just trying to find peace in this world and this craziness. It's, I mean, think about it. all they want is a little patch of land and just leave us the hell alone. Mm-hmm. But that's not happening. You still got these other factions, and, and the thing is that, like we mentioned last episode, the helicopter. There's a bigger world out there. There's just a, just a little patch of like what twenty uh, square miles of BS. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's happening is further south, north? They don't even know. But they're right now yeah. they're just fighting with each other, and there's there's a bigger bigger problem out there. You don't know. Yeah, no, this the whole world is a problem, and absolutely, you're right. They're dealing with. They dealt with a little patch of it in Georgia, and then a little patch of it in Maryland, and now a little patch of it in Virginia, and that's. You know where we're at, and dude, but you got to think there's a lot of the people that are that are here that are left survived have also been hardened by what they've been through too. So, you know, one of the things Rick kind of had that hubris about, oh, we're going to win. This is, you know, you cannot assume the victory in this world. You know, you have to assume that you're going to have the biggest fucking fight in your life. And of course, what does he do for that fight? He runs off to the garbage pail kids. To, maybe he's going to take part in some of the semi-nude sculpturing that Mama Trash Heap was doing. I'm, hey, I'm totally into that. <laughs> so of all the of all the groups, I like the Trash People, man. That uh, Mama Trash Heap seems to have some really interesting shit going on over there. It, it seems like your type of people. <laughs> Absolutely. No, like, oh yeah, no, Mama Trash Heap's my milf, man. That is just right there. I'll get a rope and climb up the side of her. I'm telling you. And uh, but no, <laughs> absolutely no, and, and that's my first thing I thought when she's just all she was in was that little what was it the little gardener outfit Smock. with nothing underneath it, yeah, and she's doing her sculpting. It's like hell yeah, dude, how do you get to be part of this group? And fucking Maggie right. ain't organized or nothing like that. <laughs> yeah, keep in mind they got they got choreographing. You know, when they get together, they do a circle. They know they get a lot of rehearsal in their the ritual. So that's something I keep in mind. That's you see, there must be all, there must be like a daily practice session where they get all ready. Okay, everybody make a circle. Well, they say it in the Okay, when someone comes knock on the door, we all do this. Okay, let's, let's try as practice. Get in the circle. <laughs> now, here's a good question. When I say a key word, you. you just start disperse. Just disperse when I say this word, disperse. <laughs> right, exactly. Get get their safe word, you know, whenever something comes up. <laughs> mashed potatoes, mashed potatoes. Everybody runs into a circle. <laughs> but... It, of the two uh, languages we've run into now, who is more absurd, the trash heap people or King Ezekiel? <laughs> I'll say this. King Ezekiel, when he talked, I laughed. I'm in theater. I've done theater, and I, I mm-hmm. get it. I get it, King Ezekiel. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. You got it down, Pat. Okay, that's cool. The Garfield kids, I'm like, what the heck are y'all talking about? This is, I'm weird. I'm, I feel like an odd man out. I'm, I fear for my life. That's well, it's, <laughs> not, it's not like they've been feral for generations. It's been like less than two years. So they're already like, ah, bah, 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 bah. it's like, dude, why can't you speak like regular people? They must have been hanging out yeah. before. I think they were there before the zombie apocalypse. Well, maybe. I think they already been there. <laughs> Maybe this is generation of homeschooled people, and they're all like, you know what I mean? They all learn from the same idiot, 
And they're just like, I don't know how to talk, so I'm going to say <laughs> broken languages. He's like, that's don't make happens. fun of us. I'm we'll, telling you, that's what we, happens. Yeah, that's one day somebody who speaks like us is going to be your president, so don't joke. Don't make jokes. <laughs> <laughs> it could happen. It could happen. It could happen. Right. But, man, um, fucking when uh, Maggie comes out of the um, out of the hilltop and, Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> oh, I have heard my father say Jesus to me that way several times, and it has never turned out good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because she look what Jesus put him in a, a, her in a certain spot, like yeah, you know, and then giving away their food. Me, I get, I get where she's coming from. <laughs> I'm okay with turnips. You can have. A, I don't like turnips, so I, you can have them. Well, <laughs> them I, I have no you, problem with it. If there was no other food in the world, trust me, you would be doing just fine on turnips. But I get this it. Turnip you know. soup is delicious. <laughs> it's delicious. I can have some more. I don't want to have to eat my shoes again. But then the mm. Stone Temple Pilots dude, um, he takes a look at, at Jesus like he literally one of the prisoner guys. He looks like you are in trouble now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you he get did. a chance. <laughs> yeah, if you rewatch it, you'll see that expression. He's just like ooh. <laughs> but Maggie's right, I, man. I'm... They got no business feeding these people, man. Execution is the path forward. <laughs> I went right there with a gun I said, I'm sorry, but they're all got they have to go. They have to go right now, all of these yeah. Walk, look, out their the count, one dude, Walk out there counting bullets. We got thirty six you, I got thirty six shots. Okay, everybody line up. <laughs> yeah. Because even that one guy he made an attempt and boom, you know. Right. Just let you know they're going when they get a chance, they're gonna make a move. There were two was it two times they try to make a move? Twice, I know. Yeah. I know. Um, Maggie took care well, first, of the one guy right away. First, and then the guy inside the camp. The long hair guy should be executed as an example, right? It should be like this is the shit we're not putting up with. Pop, she pops him in the head. Dude, everybody else. Because I said Negan cage, would have done it. Yeah, everybody else in that cage is like, oh fuck, she's not fucking around. You know what I mean? The fact yeah, that they're that's not what you actually. Do. I mean, yeah, yeah. Isn't that what? That's what Negan did when they first ran yeah. into him. Well, then the guy who is most potential to be the troublemaker is that long-haired dude. So, you know what I mean? So they that it would be wise of her to take him out. But I get it, you know. And then, but it is wise of her to throw Gregory in there. I, one thing was funny, real quick. Gregory, when they're before all this stuff started, and and they're outside still, and Gregory comes out, and at one point he refers to Jesus and he says Paul. And for a second, I'm like, who the fuck is Paul? I'm like, oh yeah, Paul Robia. I forgot, you know, we've been calling him Jesus so long, I forgot he had another name. That's funny. That's funny. Yeah. And, if, yeah. and what's the suggestion? You start building them gallows. It's like, yeah, rope doesn't cost any bullets. Why don't you make some of that? You know, so. Well, you never know with that, but definitely there's there's needed an example to be made, and that long hair guy should be the first to go. First to go. He certainly should have, yeah. It would have set the mood. And all those guys, like, holy shit, that woman just, that pregnant lady just killed a dude right in front of us. Like, she didn't give a shit. That's right. And, that, how you and she should have done it when so. she said, we're not putting up with any anything except cooperation. And she should have grabbed him. He's not going to cooperate. Bop. And everybody would have been like, oh, okay, yes, we're cooperating. We're, yeah, because <laughs> she did warn him in the first chance he got. He made a move and she just bopped him with the, 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 the butt of the gun. But it should have been the other way around with, with a squeeze of the trigger and been done with it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. 
That I, I would be cool. Hey, you know what? I'm going to sit in this corner and, uh, like I said, damn word to anybody. Exactly. Real cool. We, just walk, you hear me quiet. Yep. <laughs> this is very. Sit here this is like the best. Enjoy my ever. turnip. <laughs> yeah, this, is, this is the best turnip ever. I love this. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. I'm gonna save some for later. I'm gonna save some for later. Yeah, but I mean that's the thing, dude. And and the um, Stone Temple Pilots guy, like he seems to be the best candidate to become another member of the group. Like he seems to really be eager to get away from the Negan lifestyle and just look. I don't care what. You know, let's just have peace here. You know what I mean? He's not still the agitator, whereas that other dude is clearly sorry, still the man. agitator. I don't trust any of the saviors. I, I'm sorry. I know you're helping me out, but you're part of the saviors. And I get it. No, I'm not saying he's going to be part of the group tomorrow. If he is, that's ridiculous. But, I mean, I think, like, after all this is done, if that dude's still alive, he'll be in the group for a little while anyway. You know, the same thing they did no. with the people of, Alex, with, uh, the people of um, Woodbury, you know. They did. Like I think those, goals. They did. Yeah, those, but those, there's gonna be a little bit of that. But okay, but those guys were fighting them. They just they just got they surrendered. I don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry. Well, I hear we'll what you're saying. On the other hand, you did hear clearly that Maggie said those guys are bargaining chips when they have no more value. Yeah, they got no more value. <laughs> you know, she she was not mincing words about it. And then uh, you had um, – it was really funny, actually, when Gregory went was in with Maggie in the in her office, in his former office, and he's continued to talk to her about what she should do. I'm like, he is going to make the best case to her about why she should save and protect the prisoners. Like, as soon as he was trying to convince her, I'm like, oh, no way. She's never going to go along with his plan. But I didn't expect her to build a cage. When they were building the thing, I'm like, wow, gallows, really? But then, yeah, that cage kind of surprised me. I'm sorry, that cage would have been built outside. That's, I'm sorry, yeah. that's it. And yep. Outside, and they had guys with guns pointing down at them, and then, you know, did. I didn't worry about them. I'm sorry, that's, that would have been me. Absolutely. Even no, outside. they got in. Yep. Trying to make too much noise because there's still walkers out here. <laughs> yeah, they, and then they send out the we get to go out with the wounded duo, <laughs> the revenge twins, I guess if you were. And uh you have uh Rosita is saying she's gonna kill Dwight, right? That's she that's her when it's all done, she's like, Yeah, he was right to keep him alive, but boy, as soon as I get a chance, you know, I mean he is done. <laughs> that's so true. Shoot, dude. Oh my goodness. But here's the thing. Yeah. What what are you expecting next? I mean, what 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 are you expecting Negan to do? Or, um, well, well that's the whole thing. Is I, I like to hear you because I read, I know what's going to happen, or at least I think what's going to happen. So I love hearing what your 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 prediction. Based well, on what I already you're figured so it would be more of a back and forth. You know that there would be where our guys would strike and then they'd strike back. The fact that they're they're essentially pinned down right now. You've got Daryl going looking to to end it, which. Again, it's not going to go his way, and of course they're leading up to that to the mid-season finale. So they got to leave a cliffhanger to where um, whatever's going to happen in the next episode. By the end of the one after that, Negan will have the upper hand on our people, and they they have to do that. It's just the way television is. Mm-hmm. And we'll we'll see and what, what about happens. Our but boy, I, uh, our sick our sick father. What do you think about him? 
what's going to happen to him. Oh, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe he's going to uh, die and turn into a zombie. I don't maybe, But I, I honestly don't know. You know, we'll see what I, I couldn't even begin to predict it, you know. Uh, okay, I'm, I I'm think, not. I, I think he's faking it. I don't think he's really sick. Okay, I, we'll I think it's a ploy. It might be. I think so. Well, the thing is that if somebody's shivering like that, if you touch them, you'll be able to tell they have a fever. And if you touch them and they don't have a fever, it's like, wait a minute, what the fuck's wrong with you? You know what I mean? I'm going to ask you this question. I'm going to ask you this question. Mm -hmm. If you saw them shivering like that, are you going to touch them to see? Are you going to do that? Yeah. Well, there's a doctor on the the premises, so it's not like they have no way to check them out. Oh, that is true. That is true. You know? So, yeah, the thing is, it's it's not like they're just a bunch of Neanderthals doing it. They've got a system. And and worse comes to worse, Negan says, hey, you know, you go touch him, make sure he's fine. And what's the guy, whoever he's going to order, what are they going to say? No. Fuck you, ain't touching him. (laughs) You know what I mean? Let's go walk by the furnace real quick and we'll talk again. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Let's go put you on a steak out front, you know, that kind of thing. And so, yeah, so so as far as that goes, I don't think they're going to have a problem finding a volunteer to go and touch the, the priest. But again, but I, I don't know. Maybe he's got. Maybe he is faking. Maybe who knows what it could be at this point. Um, and and you've got uh, uh, Carl with this new guy, the Arab dude that he's that he's talking with, and uh, Sadiq, Sadiq, Sadiq. Yes, I'm sorry, I could not think of his name. You're right, Sadiq. And they, the three questions. I love. I had to write down the answers because I was so. I, I, I we've never really heard anybody answer these this way, you know. Like where he's like, yeah, uh, two hundred and thirty-seven. Like first of all, after about ten, you're going to be losing count. You have <laughs> once you get to two hundred, forget it. You're finished. How do you keep? How are you keeping tallies like that? Well, I think <laughs> it has a lot to do with the character him, the character himself. Because I think. If he's brought not to be a violent person, he it, it may ha- he may have a death count because of the fact that he's saving or he's letting go souls or whatever. So he might right, be right. counting it. I, I believe it. I have a, I have a feeling that he's being legit on that. That's a legit number. And, and he did say and he did say give or take, you know. So that's all right. But then the one one human one person that he killed out of mercy, and yeah, that's about it, you know. And so, do you think the one person was his mother? Who else would it be? Well, maybe we'll find out. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. So <laughs> I don't know. But no, I just I like the character. I like what they're doing with him. Um, the fact that uh, Carl was smart enough not to get close to him to throw him the supplies, the water and stuff, as opposed to walking over to hand it to him. You know, he, Carl's doing it right, but he, I think it's cool that he's bringing this dude in that way. And even to the point when they had to fight those walkers and he's telling Carl, you could have left. He's like, no, I can't, you know. That's not who we are. And that's that's what Carl is about. Like, he understands what you need to be in this world. And a portion of that has to be given credit to Lori, really. Yeah. Yeah. You know, love her no, or hate her, she left him with good advice, so. And that, was her, that was her dying words. I mean, you go back and look at the episode, she actually did say when she was dying, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, it's almost word for word. Yeah. Which is and crazy. it's going to stay with you for a while. Your mom says shit like that. So, And I think that's cool that here he is applying it, and he's like, look, I'm going to live by those words. And he, Yeah, I, I don't remember like, what my mom said last week, let alone last year. So that's pretty cool. 
That's cool. Yeah, but that's cool. But the thing is too that you know he even knows he's like his dad's not going to like him. He's like ah he will. Don't worry, they'll figure you out. You know, it's just like Carl bringing Michonne in, essentially. You know, Carl was the one that told Rick, yeah, the Michonne is okay. I think she's one of us. And so I thought oh, that... Oh, was she? Uh, I, thought, I, thought, no, I thought Rick brought her in. No, when uh, Rick brought her in. they she were... Came, she had the formula. Uh, 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 but go back to the episode. They brought her into the prison, but they were going to get rid of her. They were just... She was staying till she healed. She was there to repay whatever the debt ah, was. She was going okay. to help him. And after she helped Carl to get the picture of her mother for Judith, God damn it! how do I know this stupid shit? My brain is just broken. And so anyway, she gets the photograph and and helps out Carl and has the cat and everything. And Carl's just like, yeah, she's one of us. And at that point, Rick was ready to accept her. And it really did come down to Carl's word, I think. And so, you know. Well, it's a... It's a... It's just getting cool as heck. I'm looking forward to the finale. I have no idea where they're going because they're, they're making enough changes for someone who read the book or read the comic books to say, I'm still interested. They're doing a great job. And I think I've been doing the entire season. What I love, and I almost think there's got to be another one of it because of the way it went, but the fat lady, we haven't talked about the fat lady at all. You know what I'm referring to? Mm-mm, gotta refresh myself. Refresh me. What? It's the the truck that they had full of speakers. Yes. Oh, that yeah, was called yeah, the fat. That was called the yeah. fat lady. And oh my yeah. god! What a first of all brilliant idea. Draw the walkers away. You could you could draw them you know for miles and miles away. So so it's a good idea. It's loud enough to where it could attract them from all around the uh, compound and pull them in. So it was a great idea. Literally instantly gets destroyed, right? And I'm just thinking, there's got to be another one. Why would they Why would they go through all that to show it to us only to have it get destroyed? So I think there's another one that will be coming up. That was pretty cool, though. That was It was cool. great. I didn't expect yeah, that shit I mean, at all, man. I didn't think a rocket launch <laughs> attack either for one person. Oh, yeah. It was freaking awesome. He straight says, you're not going to, boom, I'm not fooling around with you. <laughs> and it's time oh, for your wait, bullshit. Wait, wait. No, no, we're not nope. waiting at all. Yeah, that dude turned into <laughs> dust, man. So, <laughs> literally, you could just put a yeah, white but... paint stain next to where he was standing. That's about it. <laughs> the thing I was going to say, though, all those speakers, they had a bow. Was they need that many speakers? <laughs> And I will say though that Daryl, that was kind of a Hollywood entrance for Daryl, you know, popping in and just like smashing up the truck that way. It's just like, come on, really? I don't know. Oh, I was in a watch and truck. Well, there it goes. (laughs) There it goes. goes, (laughs) (laughs) And there was like no real setup for it. They just came out of nowhere, which I thought was kind of like, eh, that's kind of. No, that's, that's what makes me think that there's another one somewhere. They gave you so much information about it, or at least visually, you got so much information off seeing this thing. It's like, we're never going to see it in action. Oh, come on. There's got to be one out there for them or something like it. But uh, it almost seemed like at one point they were laying seeds uh, or eggs anyway or whatever seeds, I guess, for Jesus and Aaron maybe hooking up together. <laughs> we'll see how that ends oh. You're right because Jesus 
Jesus yes, is, is into dudes. Aaron just lost his dude. And for some reason, I think they're going to end up hooking up. Um, but I dig the fact that uh, Aaron is like, look, we're going out to do something. Like, like you know what I mean? In that meeting that they had, he really took the words to heart. And he's like, I got to get out there and do something. And here's Enid. I love Enid, man. I want to see more of her in the show. Because she just seems like such a cool character. I mean, here's somebody that's that literally is as tough as Maggie to a point. Maybe t- as tough as Beth, I should say. But, man, she is literally the protege of Maggie now. And, oh, God, I want to see her. She is going to be tough as nails, you know? Mm-hmm. I like that. I do like that. I do like her. I do yep. expect more from her. I, 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 the thing is, I'm trying not to say stuff because I don't want to say you're right or wrong. But no, I, time, I, I like what you're no, yeah, but it's definitely you're you're on the right track. You're on the right track. You're on the right from track. the from the first time where we had the uh, just survive somehow, you know, message and like everything about her. Just you know, this is a person that is going to persevere. She's been through it all. You know what I mean? And and now she and it's so funny because everyone's like, "Ooh, her and Carl going to hook up." Boy, are they so far apart from that shit right now? They are. They have problems. There is nothing about fucking right now. Maybe they get another prison one day, and there'll be time for everyone to hook up. But right now, nope. <laughs> yeah, but you know, yeah, there's Carl love interest. Is, it's it's due. It is due. He needs he need they need that. They need to um yeah. But right now they're dealing with Negan. But they certainly are. around. <laughs> and what they do you think? Down, down. Well, what do you think the A meant on the that uh, Mama Trashy, you know? Chopped uh, into the box car that Rick's naked in. Oh and man, I, I, it's it's so freaking random. She's getting him into the and, nude sculpting. That's what it is. <laughs> this is a. This is my next subject. Mm. It, it's so random, man. I don't even know. Only thing uh, I, I heard another podcast talking about this same thing. What does a represent? And one person said, well. If you look back at the Terminus episode, uh, the the same train car that that um, I'm sorry, uh, Rick was in was a was an A train uh-huh. had a big old A on it, and they're trying mm. to say that maybe that just um, forgot her name. She was once in Terminus and escaped. I don't know. That it was a, it was weird out of left field and it, like made no sense to me. Well, they're just to me. Yeah. I think they're just trying to find connections, and even that is so far fetched. I, it, it has to mean something. Cause I'm, I mean, you and I both know when you, when, if something's on the screen, it's there for a reason. Nothing's done on accident. There's right, a reason behind it. I just don't have a single clue what the A represents. I don't even know. I couldn't even fathom. Because we're doing with the garbage bill kids. It's so random. <laughs> right, exactly. It, it might not even you know, be an A. Maybe, maybe, to, yeah, maybe to them it's a different letter altogether. Exactly. It could be. It could mean this guy gets terminated in the morning. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? It's it's just so random. I just it it could be mean nothing. She just probably put it there just to throw everybody off. I man, it'll be it'll be the cliffhanger. <laughs> it's, it, it'll be. It'll just focus on that A. What does it mean? And then we'll be back in six months. To and it goes into freaking. Forget the watch. Look at the A. Forget the watch. Look at the A. <laughs> so. Do you know when is it that they're supposed to have those of the crossover episode coming up here? When is it that uh, the or have they already been on? Maybe I didn't even notice who they are. Is the Fear of the Walking Dead person going to be on the show, or what's happening? 
Well, uh, Morgan's character, if those who don't know, is going to be the crossover character going over to the Fear of the Walking Dead. Now, um, remember, Fear of the Walking Dead takes two years before Walking Dead or mm-hmm. something like that, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So we're going to find it takes, out. Yeah, it takes place at the beginning of it as opposed to after Rick wakes yeah. up and that kind of thing. So we're, I guess we're going to see maybe Morgan with his entire family. You know, possibly. I don't know. It's just so... Well, but I thought somebody from the Fear of the Walking Dead was going to appear on the regular Walking Dead. I thought that was happening. No, 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 no. Morgan's coming over to Fear the Walking Dead. Just Morgan's character. Nobody from the Fear of the Walking Dead is coming over to The Walking Dead. Morgan is going over to Fear the Walking Dead next season. He's going to finish so, out season eight with Walking Dead. Maybe we maybe we see what happens with him and... Uh, and um, but how are they going to get the kid? The kid's got to be, you know, 25 years old already. I was going to say, maybe they're going to show what happened with Dwayne, but they'd have to get a brand new actor to play him. So who knows? Well, that's fine. I mean, there's nothing they can do about it. I mean, I mean they, I'm mean, i sure they're yeah. aware of that, and they probably say, oh, who cares? It's a TV show. They know we can't get the same kid. But and I think that's what's getting to the point where, yeah. I was going to say, I don't even watch Fear of the Walking Dead, so I don't know why. I thought it was actually somebody coming over to our show. So that would have interested me. I am absolutely not going to start watching Fear of the Walking Dead just because Morgan's going to it. I couldn't care less. Well, and that's the reason why. Because they're trying to get people who like The Walking Dead to go back to the fall. Because we, we all went the first season and gave it a shot. We, You and I both. We tried right. every episode. We tried to find reasons to like it. We tried. Absolutely. It, it was, I really tried, man. And uh, it was really came down to the fact that the characters just were not interesting. You know, they, they had interesting premise but i just didn't care about any of them you know and that's the difference on this show i actually really dig from the get-go you kind of like rick just for a little you're on that little journey with him by the time he gets to atlanta it's like holy shit but then when you start meeting daryl and carol of course you know and you start meeting all these different characters dale you know you actually cared about him when dale died it's like oh man there goes you know you actually get uh, invested and I never felt that for fear. Yeah, and I <clears throat> I think we just had problems with the dad not being. Uh, it, it seemed like he was just a sheep. I just, just I just couldn't I couldn't attach with anybody on the show. Like you said, we never yeah, he we didn't learn the characters. We, we named our own characters. He wasn't being dadly enough. Yeah, oh, exactly. I still call the guy Gilbert Grape. I have no idea what his character name is. I don't even care. You know. Yeah. He's not on the show. He died. He got, he, he's dead now. I mean, I know you don't give a shit, well, but Gilbert, he's dead now. Gilbert Grape's not on the show anymore? No, he got killed, um, I think, the season finale of last year, last season. Oh, that's hilarious. Maybe. Something like that. I, I know, know he go, died. He's no yeah. longer on the show. He's no longer on the show. Aw. Yeah. So something really Sorry, was even Gilbert Grape. Yeah, we pretty much. Boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, you know. I keep wanting to see what I want to see if they're going to do any kind of weird episode, they should do the fear of the walking dead, make it to Las Vegas. And they find like a zombified, you know, pen and teller or something, you know what I mean? Something, make it something interesting. That's the place to, to go to apocalypse is freaking Las Vegas. You know why? Cause all the power would still be running because, yeah, because, because of the, the, the uh, Hoover dam. dam. Yeah. <clears throat> It'll run for so some time before that place. starts breaking down. 
Yeah, it'll be years. They said that stuff could run even if nobody's running it, it'll still run for a while. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I had to I had to keep that in mind. So if the pox happened, you won't find me, I'm somewhere near Vegas. Probably Henderson. Henderson's right next to the <laughs> I would know I used to live out in Vegas, so I'll be in Henderson, Nevada. <laughs> which is well like if you had any brains, what you'd really do is you would take over Hoover Dam. You know what I mean? That's where you move into. And so that way you've got yeah. electricity, but you've You've got the security of that dam. Dude, that is a, a very tough-to-approach uh, location. And if you're in, in the center of the dam, as people are coming up to you, it's a very um, narrow passageway, so you just pick them off as they're trying to get to you. So you're, you'd be very safe on the dam. And you'd be avoiding all the crowds in Vegas that are now zombies. This is true. Yeah, 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 point there. Again, you know, hey, you know, you read, I don't. <laughs> well... My thing is, if you look at Vegas now, they look like zombies already, so it wouldn't be a big stretch for them to just be, oh, you know, so. <laughs> That's freaking awesome. That's awesome. So, they'd so just be walking around. Uh, instead of brains, they're saying buffets. They're just looking for something. I don't know. Where's the buffet? Is that what you said? <laughs> yeah. We have a great zombie buffet for those zombies who are coming to gamble for the weekend here in Las Vegas. <laughs> All right, well, so is that pretty much it? Did we, did we miss anything? Is that it? Nope. No, I, I'm glad to see some of the injured people getting back into the into the mix. Um, we'll see, I guess, maybe hopefully Carl next week will do a little bit more, and we'll finally – I don't think you're going to see Michonne down again. Once she's up, you know, she's not going to go back to being, oh, I'm too injured to go out. She's going to continue to go and kick ass. And so we should have some really interesting stuff coming up here. And and Rosita as well. This is one of, another woman that's hard as fucking nails. And so I believe that she's in it now from here on, and we should really start seeing them doing more and more. And I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I mean, I, I find her very attractive, but yet very scary at the same time, So which helps with the attractiveness of Rosita. So. I yeah. just feel that I'd be I like screaming her. a safe word all the time with her. No. Tangerine. <laughs> tangerine. I'd just be screaming. It wouldn't. <laughs> That's too funny. That's way too funny. It's too much. So everybody, right. this is uh, this is another episode. This is our lively ending of this morning edition episode of the uh, of the Bring Out the Dead. And we were covering, of course, I'm sorry, the people. Well, it is, I, I'm bringing it down. I don't mean to. I, I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you. No, I... Oh. <laughs> oh. There's no joke. Like, okay. oh, maybe... <laughs> maybe I was waiting for the joke. joke. Maybe we, we, no, no, no jokes. <laughs> I like the hesitant in your voice. Like, oh, I don't know, man. Did you tell a Let's joke? See what know. happens. <laughs> Good luck to all of us. Well, definitely thank you for tuning in. We'll be back here hopefully earlier in the week. This is a coming week. Uh, the holidays have been a little crazy for us, so we're going to do these the best we can. There's only two more episodes left, so we got to be on point with them. And uh, no. if you guys have any questions or comments, you know, put them down below. And, of course, if you want to send any messages or anything, you can find me on Twitter at Mother F. Ross on Twitter. And, Tony, where can they find you? You can find me online, people. Just search for Tony Lamar or at Tony underscore Lamar. I'm out there, people. He's the guy with all the puppets. You'll see him. It's easy. Thanks so much for tuning in. You guys have a great day, and don't get eight.
Don't get eaten. That's right. 